0: Russia's been suspended from the United Nations Human Rights Council after committing multiple war crimes. That's not necessarily surprising, but the thing that is surprising is the number of countries that voted against the resolution or abstained from voting. Did your country vote in favour of this resolution to suspend Russia, or did it vote against it, or did it abstain? And if you could vote on it directly, would you vote for it or against it? If you're new to my content... One Direct Democracy is a movement for upgrading the global democratic system by taking the power away from politicians and putting it in the hands of the people by using direct democracy. It'll also eliminate left and right-wing politics. I've created the technology and a specific plan for how to make it work. If you want more information, check out the links in the description. For each episode, I'll pick an important issue, outline the problem, talk about the solutions, and you can decide how you would vote. In this video, we'll be talking about suspending Russia from the United Nations' human rights council okay if you're just looking for another talking head that isn't interested in actually doing anything you're in the wrong place if you want to be part of the solution let's get into it those in favor of draft resolution a/es-11/l4 please signify in favor 93 against 24 abstentions 58 draft resolution a/ES-11/L4 is adopted. Today this assembly has decided that for now the Russian Federation is suspended from the Human Rights Council. Membership in that council is and shall remain open to all member states of the United Nations but those members commit to uphold the highest standards in the promotion and protection of human rights. Russia has violated those criteria through its activities in Ukraine. We are in a unique situation now when on the territory of another sovereign state a member of the Human Rights Council commits horrific human rights violations and abuses that could be equated to war crimes and crimes against humanity в стиле представителей Украины. Поэтому я выступлю по существу. Рассматриваемый сегодня проект резолюции по факту не имеет ничего общего с положением в области прав человека. Разум не имеет задачу, в ф reasonableاخ от страна его деологическоеppenство обеспеч�� narratorа к такції важных таких So what was the final vote, and what is the criteria for suspending Russia from the United Nations Human Rights Council? According to this article from The Guardian, at a meeting of the UN General Assembly on Thursday, 93 members voted in favor of the diplomatic rebuke, while 24 were against and 58 abstained. This met the required threshold of a two-thirds majority of the Assembly members that vote yes or no, with abstentions not counting in the calculation. This is what the Ukrainian ambassador to the United Nations said after the vote. War criminals have no place in UN bodies aimed at protecting human rights. Ukraine's Foreign Minister, Dmitro Kaleba, tweeted in response, grateful to all member states which chose the right side of history. Okay, how did this process of suspending Russia from the UN Human Rights Council get started. The US ambassador, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, had launched an effort to suspend Russia from the 47-member Human Rights Council, with the world still recoiling from images of mass graves and corpses strewn in the streets of Bukha following Russian soldiers' retreat. Ukraine's UN ambassador, introducing the resolution before the 193 members of the General Assembly, said Russia has committed horrific human rights violations and abuses that would be equated to war crimes and crimes against humanity. Okay, I'm sure you're wondering what Russia has to say about all of this. Russia's deputy ambassador, Gennady Kosman, urged members to vote against the resolution. What we're seeing today is an attempt by the United States to maintain its dominant position in total control. We reject the untruthful allegations against us, based on staged events and widely circulated fakes. So the Ukrainian ambassador is literally seeing people in his own country being killed, while the Russian spokesperson is saying that it's all fake. Kitslytsia responded to Russia's complaints about the proceedings, saying, We have heard many times the same perverted logic of the aggressor trying to present itself as a victim. Okay, let's talk about who voted against this resolution. Among countries voting against the resolution were China, an ally of Moscow that has declined to criticise the invasion, Iran, the former Soviet Republic of Kazakhstan, and communist Cuba, as well as Belarus, Syria, and Russia itself. Members also have the option to abstain. The 58 nations that abstained included Brazil, India, Mexico, Senegal and South Africa, with many urging diplomacy instead. T.S. Turamurti, India's ambassador, said, When innocent human lives are at stake, diplomacy must prevail as the only viable option. That statement from India's ambassador is absurd. There's nothing here that takes diplomacy off the table. If Russia's committing war crimes, then it should be removed from a body whose purpose is to prevent war crimes. Russian forces have been accused of multiple war crimes since the invasion of neighboring Ukraine on February 24. They include indiscriminate bombing, rape, torture, and summary executions. Chuck Schumer, US Senate majority leader, has accused Russia of committing genocide. Okay, how common is it for members to be removed from the UN Human Rights Council? Russia is the first permanent member of the UN Security Council to have its membership revoked from any UN body. It's also only the second country to have its membership rights stripped at the Human Rights Council, which was established in 2006. The Assembly suspended Libya in 2011 when upheaval in the North African country toppled its longtime leader, Muammar Gaddafi. Under the UN's rules, what are the circumstances under which a member country can be suspended from the UN Human Rights Council? The March 26 resolution that established the Rights Council says the Assembly may suspend membership rights of a country that commits gross and systemic violations of human rights. Thursday's resolution expressed grave concern at the ongoing human rights and humanitarian crisis in Ukraine, particularly the reports of violations and abuses of human rights and violations of international humanitarian law by the Russian Federation, including gross and systemic violations and abuses of human rights. Okay, this is my personal opinion on this issue. I think it's pretty obvious that Russia meets the criteria for being suspended from the UN Human Rights Council, so there's not much more that needs to be said about that. The thing that bothers me is the countries that decided to abstain or vote against it. India's been very public about trying to figure out how it can take advantage of the situation in order to get access to cheap Russian oil. India will argue that it's acting in its own best interests, but we all know that buying Russian oil will fund the war with Ukraine. So the interesting question is, if you agree with what I just said, should India be penalized or sanctioned for indirectly assisting Russia if it chooses to buy Russian oil. I should also clarify that I have no idea whether the Indian people support this decision, so my comments here are targeted at the Indian government and not the Indian people. I've created a listing on the One Direct Democracy platform so that we can develop ideas about what should the criteria be for suspending nations from the UNHCR. You can add your own ideas or vote and comment on ideas from other people. You can also create your own listings for people to vote on. It's a simple way to get used to using the One Direct Democracy system. The link's in the description. So that's a summary of the key issues. Did your country vote in favour of this resolution, or against it, or did it abstain? And if you could vote on this resolution directly, would you vote for it, or against it? Tell me in the comments. The reality is that we've reached a point in time in a revolution where representative democracy no longer serves the will of the people. That's why I created One Direct Democracy. It's a movement for upgrading the global democratic system by taking power away from politicians and putting it in the hands of the people with direct democracy. I've created the technology, a framework for direct democracy, and a plan for how to make it happen. And we don't have to convince any politicians or powerful people to do anything to make it happen. We have the power to do it on our own, we just have to decide to do it. If you have no idea what I'm talking about or you want more information about me or One Direct Democracy, check out the other videos on my channel or the links in the description. Direct Democracy is the purest form of democracy. Representative Democracy is an outdated blunt instrument.